discussion needs to be held about quarterbacks that are elevators of talent and sustainers of talent and relegators of talent and uh, it, it it becomes apparent like who who elevates talent around him like for example right now CJ Stroud, he's elevating the talent around him. I don't want to say and crown him as an elite QB or a top tier QB, but he had no business performing this well. And the receivers on that team had no business performing that well. This offensive line, every, there, there's nothing that team had. They had no business performing this well. And right now, they're, they're phenomenal fantasy aspects to your fantasy team right now. And uh, Patrick Mahomes, he's an elevator. And then there's sustainers like Kirk Cousins. He is a sustainer. He sustains the talent around him. He doesn't like elevate them, but he doesn't also downgrade and relegate them. Like Brock Purdy right now, he is a good sustainer of talent around him. And then there's, of course, there's going to be that relegators. Like right now, Derek Carr, he's a relegator of talent. Unfortunately, it hurts to say that. Uh, whoever's the quarterback for the Raiders, relegator. Zach Wilson, relegator. Uh, you know, there's there's a handful of quarterbacks. We can go down the list and, you know, pick it, uh, pick it. He's a relegator of talent. Yeah, you know, yada, yada, so on and so forth. And um, I think when you're doing fantasy drafts, especially from here on out, and when you're picking up players on the waiver wire, I think a phenomenal question that you should ask yourself is, okay, is the quarterback on this team going to elevate my player? Is he going to sustain it or relegate it? And is this going to be an every week thing where, like, you know, right now, uh, I have a, a league where I, ha- I I thought I came out with a steal of Devonte Adams, Garrett Wilson, and T. Higgins. Those were those were my picks, and I thought I was I, I you know dominating at that point. And uh, I mean, right now that that team is struggling because the quarterbacks they're all relegators of talent. I mean, minus Joe Burrow and T. Higgins issue there, but that's a different story. And uh, anyway, that's a that's a thought process that I would like to hear your thoughts on. Of course, I am alongside Sheehan, the number one Australian analyst. Sheehan, how you doing over there? Uh, Tide, that's going to be my response, I think, for the rest of the yeah, time we do yeah. this show. It's, um, yeah, yeah. it's an interesting thought you have off the top there. I know Bucky Brooks, the uh, the NFL scout, uh, talks about the truck or trailer theory. So some quarterbacks are trucks. They will take their team on with them and improve them. Some are trailers, yeah. and they need those players around them to, to carry them. Or they're you know part of, part of something more. And I don't think there's anything wrong, necessarily, with being a trailer. We've seen... Uh, at times in his career, Russell Wilson's been a trailer. At times, he's been a truck. At times, he should have been hit by a truck. Um, yeah. But, you know, just throwing out those names, I would go out on a limb, uh, and this is probably a hot take, I don't think Mahomes is an elevator of talent. Ooh, he is an in- you know, He's an incredible quarterback. He is possibly the best player to ever play the position of quarterback. That's probably how he'll be remembered. He can do things that people can't do. But from a pure fantasy perspective he's had Travis Kelsey who was good when he got there he had Tyreek Hill who is incredible has been amazing with Tua every year we look and go is it going to be Valdez Scantling is it going to be um, Sky Moore is it going to be Kadarius Tony? 
is it going to be the McCall Hardman? And it never is. I Mahomes is incredible, but I don't think he elevates the talent around him. That team is, in, is, is a very good team, and he puts them in a position to win. Uh, and I think he elevates the play in an NFL perspective and gets them out of deep holes in that situation. But he's not an elevator from a fantasy perspective. The players are the players, and he's just a very good one. That's, a, that's an interesting take, and it, that definitely crossed my mind, but I just feel like it's really odd to put Mahomes in a sustainer category. I think you have to be, and again, Mahomes, I think, is probably in this category. You have to be one of the very all-time elites to elevate the talent from a fantasy, and in an NFL level. From a fantasy perspective, you probably don't have to be. I mean, yeah, like Brady did it for guys who probably couldn't get it done with others. I'd say Kirk Cousins might be an elevator. He tends to sustain two wide receivers. Uh, Derek Carr, when he was on the Raiders, like, you wouldn't necessarily put Carr and Cousins as better quarterbacks than Mahomes. In fact, you not even necessarily, you just wouldn't. But, you know, uh, Josh Allen, you look at him, he's, he's a... He's the the topic de jour. Um, oh he yeah. Didn't really get anything done until Stefan Diggs got there. Gabe Davis has flashed, but you know each year we look who's going to be that other pass catcher. They throw the ball enough. Blah blah blah. Um, I I think there's a, a very real conversation to look at. Is is he a truck or is he a trailer? And I think all quarterbacks in the NFL they probably have times where they are trucks and times where they are trailers. Uh, but from a purely fantasy perspective, I think. Uh, Allen can be a truck for your team without necessarily being a truck for his team. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's a fair. That's a fair analysis and a fair point. Because uh, now that I, now that there's what eleven weeks in the season gone by or ten weeks, right now, kind of, right now, I kind of like like to go on my rosters every so often and kind of reevaluate the talent and my draft strategies that I have put forth to, of course, conform my team and. A lot of the times I kind of sat there and thought to myself, well, you know, I thought the quarterback play would be better. Now, of course, Garrett Wilson and the whole Jets, we assumed Aaron Rodgers would be there. And I don't think we actually assumed that they would be struggling to this extent. Even with Zach Wilson, I didn't really think they would struggle. I know Zach Wilson isn't the best quarterback. I didn't think he would struggle this hard, personally. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is an elevator of talent. We've seen that for a very long time with some very ordinary players. Uh, and we've seen that Zach Wilson is a, you know, he's a net negative. He's a relegator. Yeah, he's a relegator of talent. Um, yeah, um, and Jimmy Graham. Yeah, go yeah, ahead. That like that sucks. That sucks for people who mm-hmm. invest in Aaron Rodgers, and you draft a running back early, and they blow out their knee. You can replace that running back if you've gone in and you've got Brees Hall, Aaron Rodgers stack or. Uh, Garrett Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, something like that. You've you've invested heavily in the Jets early. That's like four picks out of your first six you don't have. Yeah, and uh, especially it becomes even worse because you see some running back success that happens around the draft area of the player, and you think to yourself, not only is it a negative that the player I drafted has a bad quarterback and has a relegated a talent, but then I missed out on a person who has an uptick of talent. Yep. Uh, but you know, of course, that that that's a zero RB strategy. When it happens to you, 
uh, and it works out in your favor, and you do draft a bunch of good wide receivers, and then you happen to draft Raheem Mostert and DeAndre Swift, then you look like a really intelligent person. Yeah. When it doesn't work out, then you're you're kind of itching for wins, and uh, I mean, of course, we're all itching it, but you're stra- scratching and clawing, and it's not going your way. No. No. Um, speaking yeah. of wins, I was going to bring this up because I just think it's mildly interesting. I'm having okay. the definition of a mid-season in yeah. uh, in fantasy this year. Like, the very definition. So, let me run through my record in my leagues this year for you. Okay. Five and okay. five. five, and five okay. Four and six. Okay. Five and five. Okay. Six and four. Ooh. Four and six. Four and six. Okay. Oh. And now some of those I've started off really well. So I was five and two in one of those and I've I've slipped to five and five after some pretty tight losses. Um another one I was four and five this week, looked like getting a win, lost by two points. But another one I started off like oh uh one and five and I'm up to four and six. So it's like it's been very swings and roundabouts, but I I feel like I've had just I've had a difficult year in fantasy i just hasn't quite gone right why why do you think that i know in my home league i drafted a team i didn't like for no reason just then i kept getting sniped on players i did like and so you're settling for guys and you walk away from that just being kind of like eh i'm okay with this team went after you know i lost on the weekend because lamar jackson shat the bed uh, yeah. in a fantasy I lost another game a... because Josh Allen yeah. shat the bed and mm. you look at it yeah. Yeah. I, I, you could say I lost that because I started Joe Burrow over Dak Prescott in that game and I thought well mm-hmm. Dak might be pulled from that game early if they're up by four touchdowns or three touchdowns you know he's coming out they're not going to be they're going to be running the ball a lot I, it was a recipe for me for a game of like 15 points and then obviously he stays in lights it up um, the other stack I, I took DK Metcalf and Geno Smith didn't really work out, but that was like a, a fifth tier one, and I had to settle for that. But we'll, we'll you know, we'll see how this all plays out. But I, I, I'm, I've been on the, the back end of a lot of very close losses this season, or I've scored well, but the other team scored better. Yeah, that that happens a lot in fantasy, and I think this year points for, I, I feel like points are just low this year, and. Right now, you like last year, if somebody put up 130 to 140 and half point PPR, you'd be like, oh, yeah, he had a really good week. Yeah. I feel like if somebody does that this year, you should kind of like go, wow, that was, that's a really good week. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's um, it's nuts. One of my leagues, uh, I, I talked about this at the time when I think I was one and five or two and five, where I was, I was saying, you know, in the second or third most points for. And I'm still that, but I'm still a long way out of the playoffs because I just kept running into those buzz saws early in the season. Um, yeah, yep, yep. Yeah, you know that, that's fantasy football. You know, sometimes that's how the cookie crumbles, yeah. and sometimes your dreams just become memes. Yeah, it'd be nice for a couple yeah. of my players to get yeah. hot down the stretch. Yes, yes. I mean, of course, this is where the stretch where you really want to start evaluating your players, evaluating your talent. And then seeing, okay, if something went drastically wrong, why did it go drastically wrong? Was there a logic in the decision-making I had? Or was it just kind of like, a, oh, you know, I had to take this player because of the situation or because, uh, you know, he's the last good RB on the board. Like Damian Harris, of course, Damian Harris, now he's, he's starting to put some yards and get some touchdowns. But, of course, you know, originally people drafted him, not because they wanted to, because he was the last RB available yeah. and you kind of needed it. 
yeah, sometimes you luck into those guys. Um, yes, before we yes. get into justifiable over, overreactions, I have a poem for you. Okay, and, and it ties into what we were talking about about quarterbacks who are, you know, promoters or restrictors of talent or maintainers of talent. I wrote this myself, by the way. So, what you okay, I'm interested. I do not like the man called Mac. I want to kick him in the sack. I True. do not like his stupid face. I want to hit yep. him with a mace. He makes Ooh. he makes me want to scream and shout. I wish his dad had just pulled out. I do not want <laughs> to watch him play. Every time I do, he ruins my day. I do not like that man called Mac. I think he's a fucking hack. Uh, hold on, let me snap my fingers for you. <laughs> nice, nice. That was a good one. I like that one a lot. And I don't think I'm alone in those feelings with him getting the fucking old school no. shepherd's crook off the stage from Bill Belichick at the end of that game. I love I loved that. It just the the coach going, no, nah, I've fucking seen enough of this guy. Get him off. It was bad. You know, so, okay, hear me out, hear me out, hear me out. I woke up at about 7. So the game started at my time, 6.30, I believe. About that. And I woke up at around 7.30. Mm-hmm. I woke up and it said, oh, the game's on. I woke up late. Let me Let me turn it on. And then I looked at the score, I looked at the teams playing, and I said, oh, wait, hold on, I'm not missing anything. Yeah. So I went back to bed. I watched uh, most of that game. I wasn't, I wasn't doing anything Sunday afternoon. Like It was pretty, pretty chill here. On the couch mm-hmm. with the boy, and um, no, not a great game. It just annoyed me. No. It just absolutely annoyed me. And it's, it's, yeah, I don't yeah. think Mac Go Jones ahead. is necessarily a bad quarterback. I think so. I think in the right scheme, he's probably going to be fine. I think in the right scheme, he'd be better than Brock Purdy, potentially. Uh, um, and I think, you know, he's probably going to get another contract in the NFL somewhere. Um, but he's he's clearly done in New England. I don't think they know what they're doing. Um, I think that if they're going to bottom out, it would nice be nice to see some sort of strategy in that, all right, we're not going to go the quarterback this year. We're going to build from the trenches, build out. But, like, it's just, it's so higgledy-piggledy that you can't even look at it and go, all right, well, there's the, the green shoots of a good team here that, you know, it's if we get... lining. Yeah, we, you know, do a bit of work on the offensive line or if we can, you know, get to the, the passer uh, a bit better and, and, you know, we can start hitting those targets a bit more. Uh, we're going to look like a, a good competitive team. But I just... It's hard to watch. And the, the worst part is, they're, the Patriots, just they're not just bad. They're boring. And I yeah. think you could be a bad team. Like, some of those Lions teams were fun and bad. Like, the Browns under Deshaun Kaiser were fun and bad. And they were fucking yeah. bad. But, like, you're like, oh, the Browns, they're doing something. You watch the Patriots, and it's slow fucking drives. It's penalty after penalty. It's mental mistakes. It's receivers giving up it's drops it's it just kills me and like but the the Patriots got in their own way on the weekend but for the penalties they probably would have and should have won that game their kicker missed a, a very gettable kick but it just it just kills you to watch it and I, I say that as a Patriots fan but it just it kills me as a football fan this bullshit keeps happening it's boring it's boring yeah it, it, like you said the worst thing you could ever be as a football team is boring yeah. and uh people like the giants the giants are up there is boring 
I mean, it's interesting to see a rookie quarterback try to figure it out, but it's still not entertaining. And if you drafted somebody like Saquon Barkley, then, you know, you get stuck in the area of a relegated quarterback that's hampering your talent on the offensive side. And uh, that's not fun. And there was a, a drive. Yeah, you're 100% right. And it was a drive at the end of the game where they basically had every play was a handoff to either Ezekiel Elliott or Ramondre Stevenson. And they were picking up like five to seven yards per play. And that was fun to watch because you're sort of watching being like, all right, they know what's coming and they can't stop it. And A, you wonder why, where was that earlier in the season? And then B, like when the game was on the line, you could have kept doing that because you were moving the ball. As soon as fucking Max started throwing it, it went tits up. Maybe the quarterback's not good. I mean, he isn't good. Yeah. He isn't good. They don't have a quarterback who's a threat to keep the passing game honest. A threat to keep the defense honest. Whether that's with his legs, whether that's with the throws he can make. Now I need to Google the QBs drafted with Zach Wilson. So that was a Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson. I think Mac Jones. Trey Lance. Uh, Trey Lance, Mac Jones, Justin Fields. Was Fields that class? Yeah, I believe so. I remember correctly so I would go out on a limb and say obviously Lawrence great in that class yeah he's mediocre I I think he's better than mediocre he hasn't really played that well this year but that they should be better than they are they just for whatever reason they're in a bit of a funk at the moment but I, I think they're a reasonable team um fields in this offense would make it more watchable uh, but you got to remember, Mac was the fifth quarterback off the board, and yeah, he was picked ten. Yeah, but he's still the fifth quarterback. Yeah, like so. So as of right now, Jacksonville is seventeenth in passing yards per game. Yeah, they they were it's, a better offense bad. last year without Calvin Ridley. They really were, and I think, ETN oh, wasn't as yeah. good last year either. No, no, I think ETN's playing really good football right now, personally. I, I think so. I think he's he's been very well. Yeah, that's what I mean. He's been he was been better this year than he was last year. Oh yeah, yeah. I, sorry, I'm agreeing um, with you on that one. I think they limit themselves because they're they're worried about you know the long term implications of Trevor Lawrence using his legs too much. You want to build a franchise around a guy. You don't want him to suffer a catastrophic injury, and I think that limits their offense because he's a very good running quarterback. Trevor Lawrence? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, right now, like, yards per pass attempt, they are 18th, passing touchdowns per game, 22nd, sack percentage, 20th. Yeah, they're, they're, as of right now, passing play percentage, 20th. Wow. Passing yard percentage. Yeah, they're a middling team. 15th. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean they have five wins on the year. They are they're leading their division. Yeah right now yeah something like that six, i mean they're doing well six, four, seven, and three. uh that's a nice I mean, right now their defense that's a nice transition actually into um justifiable overreactions because the first one hey, i have here texans will win the afc south yeah that's that's, that's not even adjusted that's like not even a, that's like an expectation now yeah yeah and they're a game back on the jags but they have the tiebreaker they were playing in I know they've kind of snuck two wins the last two weeks, but they're playing good football. 
They're, they're playing really good football. I mean, yeah. I mean, they snuck two wins against two good teams. Yeah. And that elevator so, theory, you've got Noah Brown, you've got Tank Dell, and you've got Nico Collins. Now, Nico yeah. Collins, I think, is probably a, a two on most teams. Noah Brown had, had washed out in a couple of places. Uh, and Tank Dell, we talked about last week. But, yeah, you like, know, we're not talking about Calvin Johnson, Terrell Owens, and Randy Mossy. Yeah. Exactly. Like right now, we're we're talking about like oh, if if Nico Collins is not playing, like Noah Brown's almost a, a must start right now, mm. and same with Tank Dell. Tank Dell is almost a must start right now. And I mean, uh, I made a mistake in one league. I lost because I started Deontay Johnson over Tank Dell. I I, I couldn't blame myself for that decision, but I think that's perfectly justifiable. Yeah, you know, it's just one of those where I feel like. Deontay Johnson's going to get the targets against a, a secondary that is that's amusable, and he didn't. I don't know. Yeah, like maybe you know what, and that's where maybe that's where I went wrong in my thought process because the quarterback difference. One of them is an elevator, one of them is a relegator, and I think that's what decision making I'm going to have to change in my next go around. I think that's something you can learn from week to week, but you got to remember Johnson had yeah. come off a very good game, he, and Tank Dell had flashed game. once, and uh, mm-hmm. Tank, you know. I think you can look at that and go, well, I made the wrong decision, but the process was correct. Uh, and then you can, yeah. as you say, reevaluate the process now. I yeah. think Johnson's yeah. a must-start most weeks. Anyway, um, second justifi- justifiable overreaction. Josh Dobbs is going to make a team very unhappy next year. <laughs> oh, God. But which team? He's obviously going to be a starter somewhere, and no, he's not no, going to be like, able to the recreate the magic. A Falcons? I don't know. Like, I can't think of a team now that is in a process where they're like, oh, um, we need a bridge quarterback. Uh, maybe the Giants? Falcons, the Giants. The Falcons, the Giants. Yeah. Depends if someone drafts like a project QB and they, they want uh. a starter who can, you know, teach someone. Um, the Raiders? Raiders, Patriots. Um, I will say he is fun to watch. Exactly, and that's it. Is he can he be on fun. bad teams? He was fun to watch on the Cardinals, and they were a bad. He, team. he was fun. Like he, he is fun to watch. Like right now, I mean, it just got said that the Sunday night football is not getting flexed out against the Vikings and the Broncos. Originally, I would be incredibly salty if it stayed. Hmm. But hey, guess what? We got the pastronaut at quarterback. <laughs> what do and you now think we of got that as a, a nickname? I like it. Yeah. I, I think it makes sense. It makes sense. The problem, the pro- it's not like the flashiest name, but it makes sense. So you kind of have to just go with it. I don't love it. Yeah. He's it's, not it's, really it's, a passing guy. He should be the run astronaut. No. Something like that. Yeah, but quarterback. I don't know. It's it's difficult. Should he be you comeback know, player of the year? He could be. Um, I think it'll be, uh, shoot, who tore his... Um, uh, no, sorry, Lamar Hamlin is it his name? Demar I forgot. Hamlin. Demar, yeah, Hamlin, just for his uh, heart attack. Even though I think he's been roster actually on the active roster once this year, I think he'll. Well, get it. he was on the active roster on Monday night, and he was the extra man uh, on the field that cost him. <laughs> what a G! Um, yeah, start of the season, I was of the mind of like, well, it has to be him if he comes back and plays one game. It has to be him. Yeah. Or John Mechie. Um, yep. I think you need to look at it from 
a broader perspective than just narrative. And I know that is a narrative-driven award, but this is this is a much more more interesting candidate, uh, as yeah, far as I'm yeah. concerned. Um, Buffalo's yeah. window has already closed. Oh, you know, we're definitely going to discuss Buffalo, and I was going to bring it up after, that was justifiable, but you know what, we might as well just do it now. Do it now. Do it now. Uh, yeah, the window's closed. Yeah. And I couldn't be happy. Unless, unless I mean, uh, for the excitement of football, I'm a little sad. But realistically, in the realism of football, a little bit, yes. The window's kind of closed. It depends. Maybe the offensive coordinator they hired is able to go back and elevate the, the bills to what they were fired. a year or two ago. Yeah, well, yeah, he got fired. Exactly. The new, the new one. Oh, Joe Brady. The new one. Yeah, yeah. Joe Brady. I mean, he's got Brady in his name. He can't be bad, right? I think he was on the Saints a couple of years ago. You know what? He can't be bad. His name is Brady. Um, so. I'm very glad because Buffalo fans were carrying on like they were the greatest team ever and they achieved nothing. Uh, I was so happy with the... Oh, well... The whole Josh didn't get the ball. Like, just fucking deal with it. Like, I get you're a starved franchise, but sucked they lost in. lost four Super Bowls in a row. Sucked in. Yeah, I know. And one of those tough, that the one with the kicker. I think they could reload and make another run. But with this... I, like, they're going to lose digs. They, they, need a, they need a number two. I think they're going to... And that's the problem. It's been your problem this week. It's really, yes. need, really need number two. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, <that's>... I, <laughs> too soon. <laughs> so that was an off-air conversation. Um, you know, I, I, I could see there's a world where they replace Diggs with Devontae Adams. Um, I think they, yeah, if they get another receiver there, I know Gabe Davis is decent. They invest in Dalton Kincaid. I don't know. Something just stinks with that team. There's a stink to them, and I think a play calling. Yeah, I think maybe ahead. they were just up for so long without doing anything. Yeah, I think uh, the play calling is an issue. The inability to run the ball is an issue. They were they were running the ball pretty decently last night against the the Broncos, but uh, they, they couldn't sustain it, and they couldn't keep the keep Josh Allen from turning the ball over. I feel like some of the throws that he was making just didn't, really didn't necessarily need to be made whether he's trying to make a play and i think it also falls on him of him trying to play hero ball way too much where he's like i could just make the throw i could just bullet pass it and make the throw and he needs to realize you know what football is a game of finesse yeah where you got you got to throw it over the linebacker touch it right to the wide receiver's hands you don't have to throw a bullet pass that's going to go through gabe Gabriel's. it's going to go through any logical human person's hands like that ball was a if it was a fastball in mlb that was a 115 miles per hour fastball you think some average player (laughs) is going to catch that even an elite player like do you think they're going to catch that yeah no it hurts yeah it hurts like you got you got you got to think of it like from a a realistic perspective like you're a normal person's not going to catch that even with gloves give him some stick him that's going through his hands regardless and you know what justin jeff uh justin simmons he happened to be in the right spot but you know what that's his job to be in the right spot but it's just it's josh allen's job to give him a catchable ball which he did not do yeah like i don't care if it hit him in the face mask like that's not a catchable ball i don't care if it hit him in the fucking face uh, but yeah, yeah. Hopefully, you know this this offensive coordinator puts Josh Allen in a position where he's not turning the ball over consistently, over and over and over and over. Because it's not, it's frustrating to watch, and that is a high flying, fun offense to watch. Yeah, when hitting on all cylinders. So 
I want to see a fun offense to watch, and I don't want to see. Uh, I mean, it, it's kind of fun watching Stefan Diggs having a temper tantrum and then having his brother subtweet everybody on Twitter. But I prefer fantasy points being earned. Yes. Yeah. The um. The dig bo- the digs boy is like a um. Like taking a pu- like like taking a Twitter, don't they? Like airing yeah. their thoughts. Yeah. I mean, and there's no way he would have tweeted that without the i mean maybe it's possible tweeted out without his brother conversational and consent of tweeting something like that but uh that that definitely was a discussion they had oh, together for sure for yeah. sure like there's there's no other there's no other explanation is there yeah yeah so um window closed for this year i want to say it because right now i think they're gonna have a difficult time making playoffs maybe they'll inch out a wild card spot actually miami isn't looking too hot either like they haven't beat a game beat a team over 500 no so actually you know it's not it's not out of reach for them playoffs wise actually i think they'll probably still make the playoffs yeah they'll still make the playoffs um but the afc is wide open so it's it's not quite anyone's game, but it's it's certainly a lot of people's game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And what else you got for me? That's it. That's it. We only ever do three. Okay. Okay. I got one for you. Yes. Zay Jones. What about him? What do you got? What do you get arrested for? That's a good question. Let me Google it. Zay Jones arrested. Domestic battery. Zay, <laughs> what's that mean? beating up his wife or partner what a g uh zay jones was arrested one day charged with the misdemeanor domestic batter after an argument with the mother of his child allegedly resulted in an injury to her neck according to the arrest but what a pimp anyway I, I um, well I he's droppable any of this behavior <laughs> i don't endorse it but i understand If you're going to behave like a if you're going to behave like a dickhead, then you deserve to not be in the league. So, yeah. Um, I tell you, what, in, what? In, of, in this same wheelhouse, I saw Tyreek Hill tweeted supporting Deshaun Watson this week. Oh, okay, cool. Nice. Uh, he tweeted something along the lines of the Deshaun haters are real quiet this week. <laughs> um, he, didn't, he didn't necessarily play that well. No, he absolutely didn't play that well. But also, like maybe you're not making the case that you think you are Tyreek <laughs> real quiet this week huh I like I like I like saying that uh, <laughs> been real quiet this week um right. but yeah I mean that's just like one dickhead supporting another dickhead so nice anyway hopefully they can hopefully the dickheads can sword fight maybe maybe should we get uh-huh. into some not the top 10 all right, baby, let's hit some not top 10 in this action. Of course, you know, this is the segment where we rank the actually so far. Actually, let me rephrase that. This is a segment where we look at the top 10 rankings in a specific position, whether it's the running back or wide receiver, and we claim who's not going to be in the top 10 and then replace with who we think will be. So, of course, let's start off with the running backs. Christian McCaffrey, number one. I think that's it. It's a half point PPR. Half point PPR. Half point PPR. And this is based Austin, on the Fantasy Pros ECR? Yes. Yeah. Actually, I think. 
I mean, you think you... I think. I think. What, what is on the screen in front of you? So, um, I went to week 11 rankings. Oh, fair enough, then. There, run, is that run it? Through it. They should Am be, I right? They should be the same. I think they're the same. Be I don't know. Will, will you tell me? I've got them in front of me. Okay, so Christian McCaffrey at one. Austin Eckler at two. Travis Etienne at three. Josh Jacobs at four. Brees Hall at five. That's a, that's a questionable one. Jameer Gims at six. Devon Arcane. A chain at seven. Raheem Mostert at eight. DeAndre Swift at nine. Tony Pollard at ten. Um, I got question marks for this for this rankings, but I'll let you start it off. Okie dokie. I think the first one that jumps out there, Devon A chain. Yeah. Incredible player, great matchup, just coming off IR. We don't know what that workload's gonna be. I think we can draw a line through him to begin with. Yeah, I would. Back to the top, McCaffrey, Eckler, fine. We talked about ETN having a great season uh, versus Tennessee. You can do whatever you like to them. Oh. J- uh, Jameer Gibbs, I think, is leading fantasy points per touch in the NFL for the season. Uh, has looked very, very good versus Chicago. I'm okay with him there. Yeah. Now Montgomery is number 11. He's itching to come into the top 10. He's itching to come into the top 10. I think both A-Chain and Mostert, Montgomery and Gibbs being here is a function of experts not knowing which one's going to be the lead back. That's why they're so high. Yeah. Because I don't yeah. think Jimmy Gibbs is the consensus six. I think he's probably just been put quite high by a lot of people. But I don't... I don't know if he's the sixth best. I'm uh, the other two. I'm okay with Pollard. I'm okay with Swift, and I think Raheem Mostert is a top ten running back when he plays. Yeah, let's talk about Pollard real fast. So right now he's in the ten, and there's no reason for him not to be in the top ten. Mm-hmm. I just can't think of a week other than maybe week one or week two where he was actually in the top ten. He's a like he's just a meat and potatoes guy. Like I don't know what that means. That's what it boils down to. Is like he's not a flashy running back. He just gets the job done. Uh, Does int- he? He's not really. Actually, looking at these numbers. Oh, hang on, because I'm looking at standard. Sorry. Um, he's been disappointing. Absolutely. Well, he's been disappointing in the last three weeks. I always have him as like, yeah, he's a ten point guy. Um, that's not good enough for the guy who drafted in the third round. No, absolutely not. Um, best weekly finish is fifth overall in week one with 21 points. Yeah. Uh, has hit above 10, four t- above 10 four times, below 10 five times. Uh, never done so bad as to totally tank your week, but never really delivered either. He had 15 rushes against the Giants for 55 yards. Yeah, he's just like, that's that's the sort of player he is. You know, he's not, I expected way more. He's not going to blow up a team. I expected way more because he was blowing up teams last year. Yeah, he's good as the lightning to the thunder. Like he, I don't think he's a lead guy. I think he's a, you know, he's a he's a one B. Against the 1B. Eagles, twelve carries for fifty one yards. That's that's embarrassing. So no, it's not that bad actually. It's four point three yards per carry. I would. 
notionally coming back to the top 10. I'd notionally drop yeah. Josh Jacobs out. Oh, but he also he's hand, one man. of the true bell cows in the league. Yeah. And yeah, I'm going to make sweeping changes here where I think he probably just falls backwards into the top 10 because of the workload he gets. So I'm going to take out Brees Hall at Buffalo. I'm going to take out Devon Chain, and I'm going to take out Meat and Potatoes Pollard. Okay. Okay. I'm going to replace them with, from number 17 with a bullet, Brian Robinson Jr. versus New York. Ooh, okay. He has okay. been... I've been impressed with what he's brought to bear. Let's have a look yeah. at the game log here before I go. He's been fantastic and he's been shit. The He's had a first overall finish, an 11th overall finish. This week he was the RB3. He'd had a, a couple of midweeks in there, but... Um, you know, he'd been the 16 and the 11 pretty recently. He gets a touchdown, might get two touchdowns. I'm putting him in the top 10. Um, and the Giants, they get, like, Washington will win that game. And it'll be close enough that there'll be a lot of work for both teams. Yeah, uh, I'm not, I'm not going to hate on that one. I am also going to put in James Conner versus Houston. Okay. Uh, Kyler Murray back in the team. Obviously, that means that uh, Kyler's going to be running. But also, Josh Jobs ran a lot as well. Um, started the season, he was RB11, RB6 in two of his first three games. Dropped off a bit thereafter. Um, but Houston, you can run on Houston. Um, they should need to be moving the ball a lot. I like James Conner uh, getting into the top 10. And I'm just kind of a James Conner guy. He's a nice guy. I like him. Actually, I don't know if he's a nice guy. He just uh, He's a rootable guy. Uh, rootable is Australian slang for fuckable. <laughs> I stand corrected. Like, uh, that just <laughs> proves my point, baby. <laughs> Come on. Uh, <laughs> and that leaves me with a couple of options here to come in. Aaron Jones who's been up and down. Saquon, who's been up and down. Kenneth Walker, who's been up and down. And Derek Henry, who likes to take Jacksonville behind the woodshed, but has been a shadow of his former self. I'm going to say this is the last great Derek Henry game. Like the last great 150-yarder. Oh. So I'm, okay. put, I'm putting him in the top 10. So to recap, out comes Breesall, out comes Devon A. Chain, out comes Tony Pollard. Into that top 10 come Brian Robinson, uh, James Conner, Derek Henry. Okay, okay. That's going to be a tough one at top. Okay, so I'm going to, I'm actually going to, I'm going to, I really wanted to take out Brees Hall. I'm going to leave him in there. Interesting. Yeah, I think, I think he's just going to get a bunch of carries. And the Buffalo team is either going to be incredibly demoralized or. It's super energized, and Brees Hall's either going to do nothing or have a really good game. I think he's going to have a really good game. I'm going to take out Gibbs, and I'm going to take out A-Chain, and I'm going to take out Tony. Ah, man, I really don't want to take out Tony Pollard. Like, There's no reason to take out Tony Pollard, but I feel like I almost need to. But <laughs> like, there's no thematic reason. It makes zero sense to take out Tony Pollard. And yet. And yet I want to. 
But I am going to put faith in the young boy. And I'm going to keep him in the top 10. So right now I got A-Chain and Gibbs out of the top 10. I'm going to put Aaron Jones in. Very interesting. Aaron Jones is going to have a good game against the Chargers because the Chargers allow running backs to have good games. Yep. Whether they like it or not, like their running back is going to have a good game. So I think Aaron Jones is going to have a top 10 performance. Yeah. Oh, DeAndre Swift in Kansas City. I want to take him out. I think... I, I don't mind that. I think Swift gets enough work that you can you can bank on him. Yeah, you can bank on him getting work. Top 10, though. True. Top 10 is what, like 15 points, you think? 12. It's a, like 60 and a touchdown will probably get you close to it. 60 and a touchdown. God, okay. That'll get you, really that'll get you in the conversation. I know that that's a really low bar. <laughs> okay. We're going to fantasy you know football this year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So some, some players in my mind that I sat there and thinking, okay, they can go inside the top 10, like Rashad white. Mm-hmm. Devin Singletary. I looked at Singletary. I think white's shit, but I looked at Singletary. Yeah. It, white. He gets a lot of those receptions, which elevate, and inflate his fantasy production. And, I mean, he's had multiple games with big passing games, or receiving games, I should say. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to put Javante Williams in the top 10. I like the sound of that, and I'll tell you why. Because I have a lot of Javante Williams. You're welcome. So, going against Minnesota, good matchup. Yes. Has been a little bit of a favorite of Russell Wilson. Yes. He's always in, and he's... Hauling in receptions. I mean, he had 21 carries, four catches. Like he 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 has multiple ways of getting fantasy points. I don't. He's not you know Austin Eckler, Christian McCaffrey, or ETN type of receiving back. But he he, he a little he a little Walmart version of them right now. Yeah. And because of that, he has been uh, win healthy and playing. He's been a solid fantasy aspect to your team, especially because one he didn't really draft him that early. But, but, you know, it doesn't matter at this point. I'm putting Javante Williams in the top 10. And I'm putting Aaron Jones in the top 10. And I'm taking out, of course, Devin A. A. Chain and Tony Pollard. Uh, not Tony Pollard, sorry. Gibbs. Gibbs and A. Chain, they're leaving. And I'm in placing Jones and Javante Williams. That's a tough call on Gibbs. He's got a lot of the ball the last couple of weeks. He has, but he hasn't also gotten the touchdowns. And if he has gotten the touchdowns, he's gotten them because... They were outside, what, the 15-yard line-ish? I thought he got one from the goal line this week. Or am I thinking of someone else? I don't know. Maybe after Montgomery got his two touchdowns, then then they were like, oh, you know, we'll we'll give it to Gibbs now. Maybe. I I could be misremembering. I don't remember. Anyone further down here interest you? I'm going to throw out Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt's interesting. He's interesting. Keith Mitchell, he looks like he's going to be a player. Yes, but he only gets like... Five to seven touches a game. I mean, he only had four touches in Baltimore's game. He just happened to have a 66-yard run. Maybe they should have given him the ball more, and they might have fucking Maybe. won instead of, like, pissing that game away. Yeah, not, not the not the worst idea. Not the worst idea. I mean, Lamar Jackson, I mean, they put up 31 points. Like, Lamar Jackson should have had more than 11 that game. He just could not stop turning the ball over. 
Nah, it's just uh, yeah, uh, Lamar Jackson's right at the end that ended up being the yeah. the difference. Yeah, I don't think that was his fault, was it? Wasn't it tipped uh, or through a hands of a receiver? Could be. Actually, this is something I was going to talk to you about this week. Okay. You're you're a big right. baseball guy. Yes, I feel I like for interceptions, there needs to be a, a scoring system like errors in baseball. Yeah. Yes. Where, where yes. you go, okay, so it's still an interception, but that interception is not on the quarterback. Yeah, I fully agree. Like, I, I wish there was a stat of that kind for quarterbacks because, I mean, a lot of the times it'll show a quarterback had two interceptions, right? Or two touchdowns and two interceptions. Mm-hmm. And we're going to go, oh, you know, he had an average game, but he made some mistakes. But one of those interceptions went through the hands of a receiver. Like Josh Allen's interception, I'm still going to put it 100% on him because nobody should be legally able to catch that football that he threw. Yeah. But in instances where it goes through the hands of a receiver and it happens to just go into a defender's hands afterwards, it's not the quarterback's fault. Like if it hits them in the hands, they should catch it. I would say much like, um, much like the fumbles and fumbles recovered. You have, uh, yeah. and you'd, you'd have an E one or an I one, which is bad throw by the quarterback. And that encompasses yep. every throw that Mac Jones makes that encompasses the Josh Allen's put too much, uh, sauce on it. Um, all of those ones. Then there's good play by the defense. That's you know that's still negative points in fantasy. Whereas that's the the uh, the cornerbacks jump the route, or um, someone's made an incredible catch, or the lineman's tipped it and then someone's picked it off. And then e the e three is on the receiver. Like receiver yeah. should have caught it. Receiver tipped the ball up, and then the 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 defender caught it. And they should be. You know, that should be instead of minus whatever it is in, in your league, that should be, um, you know, like either minus one or, or just not on the quarterback. Yeah. The only the only problem with that, or the only counter argument is you're digging up the rabbit hole of, okay, what about penalties? Okay, like a pass interference penalty should go to the receiver. No. He should get the points for that. No. Or something like that. No. It has to be actual plays because there's no guarantee the receiver would have caught it anyway. So I could tackle you and you could have run along a hundred times, but you still could have dropped it once. And there's, there's an unknown there. This is, you know, there's a subjective element and you'd, you'd need to, you'd have scores being adjusted after the games, basically with the interceptions as they're, they're marked one way or the other. Yeah. Um, but no, with something like, um, pass interference because even if the receiver's impeded there's no guarantee they would have caught the ball anyway so fair point yep fair point all right um right let's have a look at wide receivers let's hit it on a wide receiver marks all right so one we got tyreek hill i think that's pretty pretty standard amon Ra, the sun god same round baby against chicago he's going against his brother did you know that i did know that equanimous yeah. They have the coolest names. They do. They have another, so, uh, another brother called Osiris. Hey, that is definitely cool. So they're named after Greek gods? Uh, Egyptian or not gods. Not Greek gods. Egyptians. Yes, there we go. Sorry. You got a favorite Egyptian god? Um, the, the Yu-Gi-Oh! God, the cards. Um, yeah, let's see. Shoot. I know there was a, 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 a mon, something raw yeah. Yu-Gi-Oh! card. Ra, it's God of the Ra. Sun. Yeah, yeah, and that was the card kind of art. But Egyptian gods, no, I'm not too familiar with them. No. Honestly, I'm more familiar with the Nordic gods. Oh yeah, who's your who's your Nordic god 
of choice. Uh, uh, like a I'm Thor. Go a no, Thor, Thor. Uh, that's a good question. Heimler, probably. Heimler? Yeah. What's his deal? He's cool. You think of Heimdall? Heimdall. Yeah, sorry, the name. Sorry. <laughs> I was like, have you just con- con- uh, combined Heimdall? Yeah, I just combined the names. Heinrich I know. I, I, into one name. I know. Yeah, I, did. I literally quite did. Yeah, that's a, he's a very different sort of operator, Heinrich Himmler. Um, <laughs> sorry, keep rolling through. Keep rolling through. I'm gonna, um, I'll stop distracting you. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, it's AJ Brown at three. CD is not set for Stefan. Can you dig this on another team five? Keenan Allen at six. God, <laughs> Keenan Allen has been a phenomenal draft pick for anybody who took him. Yeah. Jamar Chase at seven. Cooper Cup at eight. Mike Evans at nine. And Devontae Adams at ten. Alrighty. I'll let you start it off once again. I'm kind of torn here. I don't think... I think you could argue that there is not a change to be made here. That in some form, these will be the top 10 this week. However, the future is now, old man. Mike Evans, Devontae Adams dropping out. Evans had a horrible drop on the weekend and then had an incredible catch that he fought through for a touchdown. Yeah. Um, that's not why he's dropping out. He's dropping out because Miami are playing Las Vegas and Jalen Waddle is coming in. Waddle, Waddle. Um, and that's that's it from me. And then the other one, obviously I want it to be DK Metcalf. We've talked about my disappointment with DK Metcalf um, and I would like for it to be him. I could see there being a case for Terry McLaurin against the Giants. We talked about uh, my love for Brian Robinson just before. And um, Sam Howell, who definitely sounds like a uh, like a Civil War general to a degree. Yep. yep. Oh, I fought yep. with fighting Sam Howell. Um, uh, north, north or South? Oh, sorry, you're not. You're European. Sorry. It's okay. Uh, look, good people on both sides. No, um, I think... Uh, it's definitely a definitely a South. I think Sam's a Southern name. Okay. Like okay. Sa- Sam Houston is who I'm thinking. Okay. Okay. Um, and I know that was a different war. But um, I think you look at Sam Howe and say, this guy's a very fun player to watch. He is. Um, the the guy I think I'm, I'm going to put in to replace here. I kind of want to put in Amari Cooper because he's been very good this year. He has been. I kind of want to put in Nico Collins or Noah Brown because they've been just blowing it up. They have been. I mean, blowing it up. And the other guy, and I was pleased to see him come back, pleased to see how he played, was Debo Samuel. Yes. Um, and he had the, the long end around touchdown. And you're like, oh, that's old school Debo. I, I really like it. Like, maybe that's a sign. So... That's that's kind of my thinking there. Plus, you got DK's due for a blow up game. We've we've talked about him. Jefferson's not going to play, is he? He's on the list here. So far, no. No. Nico Collins back with Vengeance versus Arizona. Is he official back? I'm going to say it's either going to be Nico Collins or Noah Brown. I'm gonna I'm gonna have a Bob each way. He's calf. Um. Yeah, he's calf. I, I haven't seen an update for this week. No, there isn't one yet. 
Okay. Well, carbs can take a little bit of time, but I, I'm going to say if it's, it's either Nico Brown's and uh, Nico Brown or, or Noah Collins. No, it's either no, uh, Nico Collins or Noah Brown for that last spot in the top 10 for me. Cause I think that's going right. to be fantasy point bonanza that game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I am going to take out Devonte Adams. Yeah. Number 10. Sorry, buddy. Get out of the list. I'm also going to take out Jamar Chase. Interesting. Interesting. Is that because he had the big, long touchdown on a kind of broken play and that's hard to repeat? Yes. And I'm also going to take out Stefan Diggs. I, I like that. I know it's weird to take out Stefan Diggs. I'm not going to say he has a bad... Actually, he's going against the, uh, the Jets. Yeah, he's not going to have the best game in. Josh Allen decides that he wants to be a um, special against the Jets on a consistent basis. So I'm not going to sit there and say this is going to be different. Well, you know what? Unfortunately, it just might. I, Move to new coordinator. but I could see a world where after the issues of this week and you've got Diggs Jr. coming out and baking him, that they go, all right, I'm just going to give this guy 15 targets. I hope so. I really, 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 really hope so. I just don't think the Jets will allow it to happen. Yeah, I mean, if they do, and if they exactly, exactly, and and you know, and if they do try to allow that, and I think there will be a lot of interceptions. But you know, I'm actually like, there is a couple leagues where I have the Jets defense. I will be starting them against the Bills. Interesting. Yes, I will be starting them. Um, but so I'm taking out Stephon Diggs, and I'm taking out Jamar Chase, and I'm taking out Mike Evans. I really don't want to sound like a hot take artist. I don't think any of those are hot takes. And the, the whole point of this show that we do, the whole point of this activity is that we look at, you know, the, we look at the accepted wisdom and we say that's true and that's not. So I think that the game of this is to, is to find hot takes in a sense. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put Tangdell in there. Yep. He's been just hot right now. The team's been hot. I expect them to continue that run. I think they do have a good matchup in Arizona, and I expect them to stretch the field and consistently put on a show. Did you notice the squabble dance? That you know, it's starting to take a the squabble. It's starting dance. to take the lead. yeah the squabble dance. You know, have you have you heard of the squabble dance yet? It's been a little bit of the popular this year's gritty, if you will. What what does it look like? It, it's it's an actually uh, it's an executable dance. Like I don't know how to explain it like you're gonna look at it and you're like oh you know what i think i could do that i've just got good at the gritty i i've been practicing the gritty here you know i'll do it with you squall a squabble uh, i'm looking at uh, I'm, I'm gonna look at it right NFL. now yeah i'm doing it right now with you squabble dance nfl uh cj stroud has been the one i would say is doing it the most him and olave they've been doing it the most okay here we go No, that's fucking nothing. It's not. It's not much. No, but it's like, it's see, it's executable. Nah, this is this is nothing. This is absolutely nothing. What do you mean? Look, it's just like, this isn't a dance. It's like you know, like turning the steering wheel and like moving forward. Let's. Nah, no. 
that's this is bullshit. I like the gritty. There's some, you know, there's some coordination required for the gritty. This is just no. Yeah. I don't like it's no, no. I'm not copping that. I'm not... <laughs> You're going through the stages of uh, acceptance right now. I'm just a grumpy old man. You're on stage three right now. It's okay. I, I'm a grumpy old man, and I'm fine with that. Um, yeah. I'm, I've, you know, I, I was always a big fan of the Dirty Bird. The Dirty Bird is, you know, the problem is, is it's only it's niche where you could only do it against bird teams. Uh, and, and well, more no, specifically, the, you're supposed to do it against the Falcons, but the, the it's the Falcons who do it. People do it against the Falcons now. Nobody, nobody on the Falcons really does the dirty word. So Calais Campbell did it the other day after. A sack. Yeah, he I did actually. Like, yeah, he did. He did. It's like, oh yeah, he's doing the, the doing doing the dirty bird. Um, so yeah, big fan of the dirty bird. Uh, another old school one like the Iki Shuffle. The yeah, that's old old school. Sorry. Yeah, I. You know, even from this this world of of new stuff. Um, I, I don't mind the gritty. I also like a shit Mike Gasicki gritty. <laughs> it was flashy. All right. Okay. Okay. All right. Good, talk. Well, good, I expect... good, good gritty talk. Yeah, good gritty talk. All right. Well, I expect Tang Dell and CJ Stroud to be hitting the, the squabble <laughs> a couple times this weekend. Hitting the squabble. The squabble. I just like the name. I think this name name's kind of cool. Squabble. It just means like an argument. Oh, they're squabbling. Oh, they're squabbling. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you having a ha- having a squabble over there, buddy? Yeah, people. I don't know. They they probably possibly don't say that in America. Oh yeah, you know. Do oh, there's a bit of no. a squabble. There's a squabble no. in the middle. Like, no. Nah. We got right. it. Yeah, it's supposed to. You, you don't have squabbles. You got guns. No. You don't need to squabble. Damn straight, baby. That's what we do out here in America, baby. America. Uh, uh, uh. Respect it. Put some respect on our Second Amendment. Get wrecked. Do you own a gun? Get wrecked, buddy. I do not. I don't trust myself with a gun. No, I, I, I think guns are phenomenal. I just don't trust myself with one. There you go. Yeah. I have to make the educated decision there. All right. So I am going to add Rashid Rice. Interesting. Into the top ten. I think he's going to cement himself as the best receiver. I think, I mean, technically, I think he already has. But I think this is going to be the, okay, you know what? This is going to be the breakout game for him. This is going to be a big, big game, Super Bowl rematch. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Unfortunately, Travis Kelsey is just not going to get it done himself. That that offense and that team in general on the offensive side of the football, without a running game, consistent running game, I should say, and without a, an actual number one receiver, uh, that offense is not going to succeed or be a Super Bowl bound team, regardless of Mahomes at quarterback. I think yep. that uh, that Rasheed Rice right here is going to cement himself, and he's going to be a tagged as an every week must start type of player. Hmm. He's definitely flashed this year. He's flashing like every every week. You know, you feel like okay, that's the guy, or he'll make a play, and you're like, yep, that's definitely the guy, but. It's not consistent enough. Whether Andy Reid's not putting him in a position to make plays, whether the scheme needs to be adjusted for him to be a number one wide receiver, or uh, he's just not good enough, or nobody on that team is good enough. And you know what? We're just gonna keep fishing until next year when they actually draft or trade for a number one receiver. Hmm. Yeah, 
yeah, I think that's uh, I think that's a, a fair a fair assessment. So yep, yep. run run me through your top ten again, and then we will okay. uh, we'll roll into the the back of the show. Tyreek Hill, Amon Ross St. Brown, AJ Brown, CD's nuts, and then we're let's see. I took out I took out uh, Stefan Diggs, and I put Tank Dell in there. Yep. I took uh, Keenan Allen, Jamar Chase is gone, and I put of course Rasheed Rice, uh, Cooper Cup, Mike Evans, Devonte Adams, number ten. Now now honorable mention would be Brandon Ayuk. The top ten. Uh, the Adam Thielen would also be another honorable mention. Yeah. Considering I think he's been doing it consistently so far. He's been doing it. He's been doing it. He's been squabbling. <laughs> I don't. He's definitely not a squabbler. No, he's not a squabbler. I think he's still practicing the gritty. Yeah. Yeah. I hit the gritty at work the other day. How to do? How to go? Um, our intern laughed at me and and asked if i was uh uh embarrassed and i said no she should be embarrassed She's she should be embarrassed i was like tell i don't get care. back in there um, get back in the kitchen t- tell you what is embarrassing i, I i'm certainly not going to tell you that um <laughs> uh you know i just beat everyone like six games in a row you know so what you know what was so. embarrassing I, I wasn't embarrassed. It's embarrassing. Oh, yeah, yeah. To you were like, oh, you know what's embarrassing? And then you. Yeah, they were embarrassing. Embarrassing. Right. Embarrassingly bad. Uh, yeah. It's only embarrassing if you care what other people think. But yeah. I won't be, I won't be squabbling. No, you won't be squabbling? No. I don't like it. All right. Okay, that's fair. All righty. Awesome. Kick us on home. We have two-minute drill. All righty. Would you we like have... to start it off? I think it's my turn. I think it's my turn. Let me get my little timer up here. Okie dokie, two-minute drill. We are up and going. Let me start this week talking about the Chiefs and Eagles, Monday Night Football, game of the year. Is this a preview of the Super Bowl? I think it could possibly be. Certainly, I think when they planned it, they were hoping that it would be. Um the Eagles, I think, are going to run away with this one. They are a better team than the Chiefs at the moment. I think if this was the Super Bowl, you'd back the Chiefs. Um, but I really like what the Eagles are doing. There is no better player in the NFL this year than A.J. Brown. Um, I think there would be a legitimate conversation. He is the MVP this year. He is incredible. He and Tyreek Hill just streets ahead of anyone else at that position. And it makes uh, it makes everything a lot of fun to watch. Um, another game that I am looking forward to this week, I tell a lie, there's not too many of them. It's a bit of a nothing week again. Ravens-Bengals Thursday night should be good. Brown-Steelers in the early window on Sunday should be good. But the rest of them, I mean, we talked about this last week. This should be blowout city. I don't know in this early window what game I would predict to be close. And I don't want to talk about all of them because that will leave you with nothing to talk about. But I'm going to say, I, I think this is a, a party game for the Lions. And I know their big game is Thanksgiving, and that's coming up. I love watching the Lions on Thanksgiving with all the John Madden shit, and the, the blue and everything. The, the Lions and Thanksgiving, I love it. I fucking love Thanksgiving. Anyway, uh, but this is going to be a party game. This is going to be like a 40-burger. This is going to be 
beating up on an old rival and genuinely announced himself as a powerhouse in the NFC. Um, I think already they're on track to probably go make a bit of a deep playoff run, but I think this is it. I think this is their absolute coming out party. I'm going to say they're going to win by at least three and a half touchdowns. You guys have Thanksgiving over there in Europe? Uh, no, strictly an American holiday. I know Canada yeah, does as it well. Yeah, it should be. As it should be. But um, no, I love Thanksgiving. I love Thanksgiving. Okay. We're gonna we're gonna uh, have some friends around on Thursday for it. So cook okay. cook some food and uh, and watch the football. What's not to love? There we go. It's the be- it's All the right. best holiday. It's a good holiday. I do have to say, it is a good holiday. Well, what's your what are you what are you going into bat for? It's the best. Holiday. What do you mean? What do you like? Hey, Christmas, is Christmas, Christmas is the best holiday. Was that? It. There's no defense. Because you get presents as well. No, no, no. So Christmas um, stopped being fun when I became Santa Claus. <laughs> no, but it's nice. It's like a family gathering. Thanksgiving is a family gathering. I just feel like there's more of a family gathering during uh, Christmas. Uh, it is also happens to be the same day as my mom's birthday. Oh, there you so go. You, kind of get a, you get a little bit of a two for one or there. That means I only have to buy one present, right? And, uh, yeah, it's just a feel good. It's, it's, it's a good feeling type of like week and a month in general. Like, you know, December is a feel good month. Yeah. December's great. Like I'm a it's big fan of December, but no. And then of course, you know, you go into a shopping center, grocery store, and you can hear the phenomenal singing of Mariah Carey's all I want for Christmas is you. That's true. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, That's mm-hmm. true. But, um, yeah, for me, it's, uh, absolutely Thanksgiving. Family, food, it. you don't have to worry about presents. It's uh, food, there's football. It's great. It's Fair great. Enough. Anyway, get going. All right, and hit start on the timer. Boom, baby. So I'm going to talk about, for one moment, the fact that the Dolphins, that we mentioned earlier, have not beat a team with an over 500 record. Well, here comes the Las Vegas Raiders with a, let me check real fast, 500 record and i'm sure if i was to come here and tell everybody that the raiders are going to come in with a backup rookie third string quarterback and a disgruntled wide receiver one went i don't even know what on defense were to come in and just embarrass the dolphins you guys would think i'm crazy but that's what's gonna happen baby because the history and the stat is the stat and that's what's going to happen. So right now, I am going to guarantee. Actually, I'm not going to guarantee. But the Raiders, I'm predicting the Raiders beat the Dolphins. And uh, continue that stat that the Dolphins are one pretenders, two. Uh, one, two, very fun football team to watch. Don't, don't give me twisted. They're a very fun football team to watch. But three, that they are still not there yet as a football team, consistency-wise and defensively-wise. But uh, I think that'll be a fun game to watch, and it's going to be a talking point throughout the whole year. I also want to shout out the Titans and the Jaguars. I think that'll also be a good secondary game to keep an eye on, just because, one, we get to see Will Levis on a very good defense that is the Jaguars. I don't want to say statistically a good defense, but they are the highest turnover rate defense. So they have one of the highest turnovers uh, conversions percentages in the league. So I would like to see how Will Levis does against a defense that consistently 
causes turnovers on the defensive side of the football. And then, of course, I want to see Trevor Lawrence against a, a pretty good defense in itself because I'm not convinced in Trevor Lawrence very much. But, hey, you know, that's just my opinion. Is it Levis or Levis? Cause I think I, it's Levis. I can think of another five-letter word that is sort of blank E, blank I-S. And you don't, you don't say penis. Yeah. Penis. Yeah, no, that's it. Yeah, but it, okay, here, here. It's not, it's, say not the Bevis, jeans. it's not Bevis and Butthead. Say the jeans. Yeah, it's Levi's. Levi's, and that's yeah, but his name's not yeah. his name's not Will Le- No, because it's Levi apostrophe S. Yeah. His name's not Will Levi's, though. So it's, yeah, Will Levis. No. What was yours? It, it, by that logic, it would be Levis. Or Levi's. Well, how about you go ask him? I, I call him Levis. You call him Levis? You know what? We'll watch the game and then see how the announcers do it. But then they, again, they might not be right. They give it both. Yeah, they'll, they'll do both. I think it's Levis. Like Levis. like Levis and Butthead. Levis. Have you Levis. got a uh, you got a prognostication for me? Yeah, uh, I don't actually. I lied. Uh, I think I got mine right last week. I need to go back and check the tape. What was yours? I think it might have been that there'd be more points in the first quarter of. Charges Lions than there would in the entirety of Colts Patriots. <laughs> oh God! I think I could. I think I was right. It's close. Yeah, that might be close. That might be close. Um, I need, as I say, I need to go back and check the tape. Yeah. Um. Shoot, I really don't have a good one. I don't. I really don't. I'm trying to think of something. I got. I got. You know, this is this. It's tough. It is it's tough. tough. It's tough. It's tough to think of outlandish I, takes that aren't gonna hit i tell you something that we haven't seen for a while and i okay. think there's gonna be t- two instances of it happening this week oh t- ties no an extra okay. point run back oh like a, a turnover on a two-point conversion or okay. a blocked kick goes all the way back I'm, I'm gonna say i haven't seen one for a couple of years two of them this week okay okay all right there's going to be five interceptions for touchdowns this week five 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 pick sixes i could see that i could see that happening i don't know what the average would be a week probably three i don't even think that i think it's maybe one or two like last 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 week the only one that i could think of at the top of my head is the pick six from the ravens game that's the only one i could think of is i'm sure there was another one i think the ravens even got yeah no there were two in that game kyle hamilton got one and yeah, then, that's right. He was the first play of the game. Yep, yep. Yeah, okay. Five. We'll work. We'll, we'll go with that. Okay. All right. Awesome. All right. Well, let's lead on home. Well, of course, this is going to have to wrap up this episode. Shin, where could everybody find you? You can find me on X at Shin Solo. Yeah, I would, I would tell you to follow mine, but I... Uh, I was talking trash to some people. It's it's probably not safe for work now on my Twitter. I'm not going to... I'm not going to link anybody yet. What was with you changing your name on Twitter this week? Yeah, so that's because that's exactly why I changed it. Because yeah, I figured, you know what? It's probably not good for work. There we go. There <laughs> we go. Pete Rollins. Yeah, so I, 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 had to, I decided to delete it. And I, I, you know what? I might have to make a new Twitter account just so I can keep trash talking, making fun of, and 
insulting I think, people. I think I said this last week. I cannot wait for X to finally implode, and I'm just done with it in my life. You know, I I would thank it, but then I went on Threads, and it's an absolute dust and f- dust dumpster fire in the same way. Yep, got no interest in that either. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Got no interest in that. You. Oh, you're squabbling, right? Yeah. Let's do it. Let's go. All right, I got to start working. Good. Ten minutes. Oh, sorry, sir. All right. That's Good all right. luck, everybody. Bye.